Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. to the 590 High School Sports Show. Here's your host. Powered by Texas Podcast Media. Craig Irwin. Toby Tolles. And Trent Hart. And good Monday evening, I guess it is. It's the evening at 6 uh, six. Gosh, <laughs> week six. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, week five was horrible, Toby. Wow. Like, woo. I'm still at all, right? It, you and I both. Like, complete it all. It seemed like Friday after the game, we're driving back and we're talking about everything that took place, and we were just kind of like. We were lost. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes you get those twists, I think, like that, where, you know, the true, really what happens comes out. No, you and, do. And. And, you know. And we sure indeed got that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I mean, and, guys, Trent's not with us this week. He uh, he had he had. Well, played. he's part of the problem, right? He, I mean, did he, he not mislead me, maybe you? But he definitely less, he misled me. He misled sure. a lot of us and all the and listeners. I appreciate that, Trent. Yeah. I appreciate that above. Well, he's watching junior high volleyball right yeah. now. I didn't think I'd have a spot in the studio after this past week dude i'm picks. like i i text you what was the good it? thing about it is i wasn't here last week to verbally put my picks out there so i could always just say that y'all fibbed a little bit on my end, yeah but right? i got the, i got the text message that's and true. i'll back it up that's true i'll back it up i mean <laughs> i think one of the things we talked about on the way home friday night <laughs> can we change them <laughs> yes <laughs> can we change can we get them? a mulligan yeah right? can we change them right yeah do, we need a mulligan uh for this week and uh, on our district picks all the way across the board, first and foremost, uh, we need a mulligan. Yep. And uh, then, then we talked about it Saturday. Was like, look, here we go. We're going to have to. We're just what we're going to do is is uh, just delete the podcast. That's right. And nobody, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, it's one of the top view podcasts that we've put out yep. thus far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're creeping up on a total of 500 downloads. And uh, we'll have that here the next day or so. But That's right. uh, so I think all... that we, one thing that we did get right, right, uh, we had two good picks, and that was Tarkenden. We knew they had a buy, and they did. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yes. Cold Springs took care of business what they were supposed to do, right? Yeah. So, so with we those were... two, we looked genius. But after that, wow, we look like a bunch of senior citizens yeah. that, with right. dementia and don't That's know correct. what we're talking about. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's like. Well, in the Westwood deal, we, we knew they weren't going to lose. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're so, right. <laughs> but, I mean, the die ball, Woodville game. We kind of felt in the in the Shepherd deal, we kind of felt that. We, Shepherd, we said that was a possibility. Yeah, we thought Shepherd was going to pull that one out. Yeah, we did. That was kind of an unknown uh, toss-up, but Shepherd definitely took care of business. So, yeah, that was kind of there. But I tell you, the, the die ball one was a shock to me. 
Uh, what about Anawak? Like, yeah, hanging out, not getting any points put on the board was yeah, definitely me, a let, shot. Let me pull that graphic up for uh, us here. Kirbyville, we definitely like Kirbyville flexed their muscles quite a bit there. So I got some information on that East Chambers Kirbyville game. Mm-hmm. East Chambers, a lot of injuries. Seven kids pulled up from the JV, playing for East Chambers right mm-hmm. now. So uh, you're talking about kids, no varsity experience whatsoever. Uh, said Kirbyville's legit. I think Kirbyville's like going to walk that district <sighs> after know. that. I mean, think about it. it. All I know is is when we at Cold Springs played East Chambers in a scrimmage, yeah. it, it was very like very battled out. Like it seemed like we were neck and neck. And now I know we've gotten a lot better since that time. Right. And if they lost seven players, and if they're key players, obviously that's going to make you go in a different yeah. direction. But yeah, I mean, so so my deal there is is you go back and you look at that district. You know, we had East Chambers in that three spot, right? Had Orangefield uh, in the four spot is where we had it. And and now as you look at it, with Orangefield getting big win over Buna, forty two twenty two. I mean, Buna that, and it was second string guys that they that Buna had in in the to fourth score quarter late like they when, did. Yeah, yeah. When Orangefield was able to put some some points, uh, whenever Buna was able to put some points up. With saying that, you know, we go back and you look at that district, and, and uh, Trent's not here to com- confirm. So, uh, I had Buna winning the district, Anahuac 2, East Chambers 3, Orangefield 4. You had no idea of Kirbyville. You just left them out. Well, no. Did you forget, Craig, that they were in that district? No, I didn't. Because, oh, okay. and, and I talked about them a pretty good bit, you know, with what little bit I know about them, about could be that contender. And we talked about it the week prior, you know, in week four. We talked about Kirbyville a little bit and uh, just wasn't quite sure what Coach Allen had going over there, and you, you don't hear a whole bunch and and such. So, you know, I had them that they could have possibly, you know, there was three ways that that four spot could go. I felt like it was it was Orangefield, Kirbyville, Tarkington, right? Right. And now you're sitting in a situation to where you have Orangefield, is really in the driver's seat of that district. If you go scoreboard watching, right, out of District 10-3A, you got Orangefield in that driver's seat. They beat, you know, they put up 42 points, right? East Chambers loses to Kirbyville. Kirbyville puts up 36. That final was 36-6. Orangefield, you know, was 42-22. And you got Anahuac that does good to put 13 points up against Harden. Yeah. You've seen Harden. I've seen Harden, and that shocked me. And – that that tells me a couple things, and we talked to we talked to uh, the voice of Anahuac football on the way home a little bit, and uh, Anahuac scored in the first half, first quarter. Right. So that tells me that Harden did a great job in that double wing, chewing up the clock. Right. It's the only thing I can think of. They they chewed up a lot of clock and then scored again in the second half. Yeah, it, it, that that game showed me so much. I mean, it really did. And, and I'm like you. I had Anawak at one, I had Buna at two. Right. Uh, and and now I'm like, you you know what I'm saying? It just it's, we all look dumb. Yeah. I mean, we really do. Whenever yeah. you sit there and look at it, so uh, don't take last week's podcast and our district picks. We've told y'all coming into this that we're like amateurs. That's right. We've only been following this stuff for. That's right. 20 plus years, you know, That's right. but here we go in, in, and I had East chambers in the third spot, like solidly. I did too. I really did. I felt really good about them in the third spot. 
and then I had Orange Field coming in at the end in four. Right. And so it's probably should have been more like Kirbyville, Orange Field, Orange for Kirbyville, and then some of those back. And it's still early on. I get that. And you lose seven players, but are you going to have seven out again this week? You're already in right. district play. You can't afford just to have guys out. You know? Well, and, and so I that makes to, a difference. In no, it does. Picks. I got to go back and look to see see what's what. But uh, as far as schedules this week, and uh, I can pull that up real quick. But whenever you sit back and you look at it, right? Um, there's that district. I mean, now now we're sitting back and we're looking at it, and and let's be real on the whole situation. Is Tarkington really a factor making the playoffs? They might be. East Chambers got guys. They're going to have to. When yeah, when they each district game that they play, they have to go into that thinking if we can just steal one of these wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buna's, Anything can happen. Buna's got. Buna's got Kirbyville this week. I mean, that's a tell of tape right there. That's a that's if a they huge go game. and win by twenty or more, Kirbyville. Kirbyville's gonna win that district. Yeah, I think very well. Uh, who does Tarkenton start off with? They got Harden this week. Okay, so they. I would think they should win that game. You would think. I would think that. Yeah. yeah. Just just because I've seen Harden against Liberty. Right. Um. Uh, and, and scoreboard comparison. Yeah, I'm scoreboard right. comparison, obviously. I would think they would, but they could be very easily 1-0 in district with their bye week already gone. And at that point, I think all you got to do is steal one win. But here's the other thing that you got to look at, too. Grades come out. Cold Spring, I think grades come out, what, last week or week before? Uh, I'm not real sure. I know you don't have to worry about it with your three. Well, just our you, football you know team I, in general, we you, don't have to worry about it. Right. We, we, our coaches got our guys in there doing extra work and staying on their grades. And no, and, and I agree We're not going to lose that. many. But you, you're going to – you got districts out there that, you I know, agree. you yeah. got a, a knucklehead or two. You got to think it could be factors. Very much so. Right. Right. Very much so. Me and Elmo were talking about it today, matter of fact. He called me at lunch. And, oh, does and, he believe Tarkin is going to lose some to grades? No, he, oh. he didn't say that. He, it's just a factor, right? Oh, I that, got you. That you still, you always got to. They're thinking number five, the linebacker at Kirbyville is going to lose to grades, right? I the mean, monster? That, I mean, I can quote him on that. It, it may be a misquote. but <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hear he's a hoss is what I'm saying. No, exactly. People that watch him on film like that grown man out there. Yeah. And, and I sent you a uh, boy, Aaron, uh, he broadcast SCTX yep. for East Chambers and, and uh, Hampshire Finette. Got to meet him whenever uh, Hampshire Finette come to Cold Spring. Super good guy. Second year in broadcasting. Loves right. Has a passion for high school football like the rest of us. You know, and uh, it's pretty cool. Come to find out, Trevor Vaughn, right? Yeah. It's his cousin. Oh, is that right? By, by marriage. You know, Trevor lost his mom uh, his eighth grade year, I believe it was. Uh Trevor's mom passed away, and then there was a kid, Cedric. Um, gosh, I can't, can't think of his last name. Anyway, the same day, both of them kids lost their – one lost their oh, mom, the man. other one lost their dad. Both of them played that day, had games of their life, right? And uh, one was playing as a eighth grader, the other one was playing as a seventh grader, or vice versa. Anyway, uh, they both lost their – lost a parent. And uh, – but my point being, so Trevor's dad remarried here a couple of years ago, 
Right. And uh, obviously Trevor's been out for two years, three years, uh, been graduated. So um, Trevor's dad marries some girl down there in the Golden Triangle and then come to find out, I didn't know this until a couple of weeks ago when Hampshire Fanette coming to Cold Spring, Aaron called, texted me. I, I was at work, I called him. And uh, I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And an hour and a half later, we're finally getting off the phone. But super cool dude. And uh, like I say, has a huge passion for high school football. Lives over there in Sealsby and uh, stuff. But Trevor did the game with him, the Hampshire Fernet Cold Spring game with him on, oh, okay. uh, on the SCTX broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a pretty good deal. So, uh, But, no, this District 10 3A, dude, just absolute <sighs> shockers. Uh, like I say, the, the Orangefield, Kirbyville, those two games right there were the big, the big yeah. highlights, and then you circled back to Anawak, just scooting by Harden thirteen. I mean, shut them out nonetheless, but and that says a lot for Anawak's defense. But for them to be able to eat up, for Harden to be able to eat up that much clock, you know, yeah. that that says a lot uh, about Harden and with their offense, and that's what that offense is designed for. <clears throat> yeah, right? and I guess that's what Anawak did; just fell right into what. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. know about that. It just it. It's hard for me to pick Anawak very far after actually seeing that. Right. Let's jump over on nine three a real Let's quick. Do it. Talk about these games Let's last week it. and and uh, we talk. We can talk about the Cold Spring game just briefly. I mean, it was all Cold Spring. What four or five interceptions? I didn't get stats today, uh, but five interceptions. Yeah, we two Cold fumbles. Springs put lots of pressure on their quarterback. Had yes. him moving around, having to throw. Uh, I mean, just the defense was stifling in that game. Yeah. And they were beat from the get-go, and it, it, it played out exactly like you and I thought it would play out, obviously. Right. Uh, offensively, and, and, and Cold I mean, Spring Tiger. Cold Spring could have put way more points. I mean, they never stopped yeah. the clock the second half. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it could, and it's not about that. It's, no. At the end of the day, it's, it's about the kids working towards their goal, executing, keeping everybody healthy. I think we did that. Yeah. Uh, we had two of our offensive linemen out. One had a, a broke hand. I think one had gotten some trouble. Uh, so, we had some guys fill right in, did a great job, and, and uh, got us through week one. You know, yeah, had one and no in district. Had you know some what I mean? call-ups, you know. Yeah, they yeah. brought a, And that's what it's about. Yes. That's, that's what it's about is to be able to plug those guys and keep going. We're still making changes. The coaches are still moving guys and putting guys in better positions and doing those things, and that's always great to see. So they're not settling for what they're doing. Right. So hopefully we'll continue to do that. Obviously, hopefully we'll have some stuff that nobody's seen when we play some of these teams that may think they got our number, and it may be surprising. But well, and in the in the the good thing about jumping out and getting an early lead, big lead, right. like we did going into the half, you're able to dig deeper in that playbook. And I said it in my broadcast. You yeah. know, this is this is that time where, okay, we're going to go. Uh, we're at first and ten. We're going to go ahead and open up. We're going to open up with a pass play. We're going to right. do this. And they did that. Right, you know, right. um, David Rowe there in the quarter looks like he's probably going to maintain that starting position at quarterback uh, throughout the, seat, you know, district play. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there, there was some good spots and some low spots. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could always dissect it. I right, mean, we could go but, through and, and talk about all the negatives. Obviously, it's not hard to see on some of those. But at the end of the day, I think right now, what we have at Cold Springs need to keep everything positive. Yes. Keep everything moving in the direction. Keep the kids up motivated because the story is 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 going to be so great when those games come about. We got we got to get through Crockett, and we only need to focus on Crockett. Yeah. We, we haven't won that game. 
and it's still we need to take one quarter at a time and execute and do the things that we do well, and it should work out in our favor if you're scoreboard watching in that game. You'll, with that point, go into Palestine-Westwood. Right, and uh, that's where and, and that's now where you're and, in it, the heat. and it's okay. And I think that they have enough confidence. I have enough confidence. You have enough confidence, and I yep. think we could win that game. Uh, I think just take one game at a time, but we just need to execute and do the little things that they've been taught to do right. over and over and over ever since the off season. One one of the big big improvements that I've seen with the with the Trojans is is. Uh, the penalty aspect, right? Absolutely. First couple of games, man, the laundry, they them refs had to go on and uh, take the BBs out of the bags and wash them because they were so dirty from getting thrown. That's you right. know, I think we had a total of four penalties yep. against Huntington. And that's two games in a row. Yes. That we've we've wiped that up and made that better. And that's going to come – you're going to need that. Yes. When it gets the games tight and strong, I think you're going to need that. Uh, well, but Trent at the end of the day, Craig, I mean, <laughs> if we take care of business on the defense side of the ball, Okay, and we slow teams down. I, and we don't have to pitch shutouts every game. No. And we don't have to do that. If we can slow teams down, but we can continue our offense moving the ball as well as they are and well as they have been. Yes. And we've also shown that we can do different facets other than just running it. Yep. Uh, I would like to probably see some different route running. I agree. Uh, not just, hey, let's run the rail route or let's run, you know. I'd like a couple of those to fly in there and have some little more some short stuff, yep. create them in space type deal. And I think they may do that. Why well, show that now? Right. But if we can do that, I, I just I, I think they're on the right direction. And we never said we're going to go undefeated. And if we do, great. Right. In district play, but really what we're trying to do right now is set ourselves up to make the playoffs. Okay, that's what I need to be. Goal one, make the playoffs. Goal one, get the obviously first from a standpoint 11. of view is set ourselves up good to who you're going to be playing in the other district if you can. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I, I, it's going to come down to those three. That, to me, if we can get through Crockett, we'll have the Westwood, Die Ball, and uh, Woodville. Yeah. We got and, Woodville uh, after Crockett. Yeah. We'll okay. be on the oh, so, road. Okay. So, we so got, it's Woodville. Yes. So we Westwood got, and then Dieball and then Shepherd. Correct. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about Crockett. Uh, Shepherd went up there to Monty Jack last week. 30-10 was the final in favor of the Pirates. And uh, good game for Shepherd. Absolutely. The two in a row. And they've showed improvement. They, they have. I haven't watched them. I've just scoreboard watched, but they've definitely showed improvement since early on. Yep. And you, you can't ever count them out, especially when we play them because it's obviously a rival game. And – it's whether or not they can make adjustments and we can make adjustments what they do and, and who executes the best that night. Yeah, uh, that's – that's. But that's going to be a story itself to tell. So, oh, gosh, each game yes. – I mean, with us having these early on games, the last four games are going to be so much fun, especially from a, a, stands, yes. a fan's point of view. I mean, if you haven't been out watching Cold Springs, you need to get out and come watch. You need to come support. Yep. You need to go to the away games. We're going to need that, especially when we go into Woodville. That's going to be a hostile environment. Kids are going to be stoked. Uh, on, and, and there's like, a lot out. more that people don't even realize. You know, I was talking to Case and yep. uh, and stuff at, on the way up to the games, on the way back, and yep. him giving us that little bit of feedback for, oh, when we played them last year, yep. this was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that just all amplifies yeah. everything and, up. And those kids don't forget it. No. They, they do forget not it. forget it. No, it's don't. like, golly. So, uh, but – 
Shepard, I'm super stoked for those guys to get a win. They got a tough one. They're on, they got Woodville at home this week. And Woodville ought to be a little upset after that L they took. Yeah, I would Unless not, that's just the way they are. I would, they may be the way they are. I don't know. I would not want to be the opposing team facing Woodville after die ball. Because cause you know dang good well they're, they're, they're not taking that lightly, you right. know, that loss against die ball. They're not taking that loss lightly. That was 29-6 was the final there. Says a lot, and I've said it for a long time. I've, I've always felt like Blake Morrison was probably one of the best defensive coaches in the state, period. Uh, yep. Hands down. I know there's a lot of great ones They out did a there. great job in that game. No, they did. And they did. probably had that pinpointed on their deal ever since both teams had played Franklin. Franklin. And it was probably a good films to watch. I mean, you can see what they did against them, see what they did, find their weak spots, and obviously yep. die ball executed and did that well. Right. And I, I never thought Dieball was bad. I always thought Dieball, Cole Springs, and, and Westwood and Woodfield, Woodfield were all at the top, yep. in my opinion. And we talked that way yeah. before we even – And I said, I said it could go – you could take your fourth place team, you could move them to one. Yep. You could do that. And uh, I, I definitely – I still feel good about Dieball. I still feel good about Woodville. Uh, Westwood, I'm extremely excited to see them. Yep. Uh play some of these tougher teams so to see where they are i am too and 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 really really excited to see them see westwood this week they have die ball yep this week so really excited to to see that game how it's going to play out and really as i go back and i look at my district picks they're already kind of skewed with die ball beating woodville right on that in a hypothetical standpoint that two three spot right? right so still a lot of football to be played but Westwood going to die ball tonight or Friday night, that that's a big game. Westwood going to – and if you look at it, if you look at what Westwood's schedule is, uh, they go to die ball. No, 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 no. Let me back up. Yes, they're at die ball. They're at Cold Spring, and they have Woodville at home. Last game of the season, which is on a – Thursday. Really? We told Trent that we was going to go that anyway. Mm-hmm. Tarkington game. That Woodville-Westwood game. Yeah, we worse. might have to go to that one, Craig. The downfall is it's in Westwood. Well, that's okay. You got Thursday. all the great eating places up there. Oh, I know. But me getting off work in time to be able to get up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you might uh, have to get somebody to cover. Well, and well that, maybe. that's a possibility, too. <laughs> That's that very well. That could be a possibility. I may get somebody to cover me Thursday. The bottom line Friday. is, is, is uh, our that, our district is is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just going to be a lot. It's coming up. It's there's good. such relevant games each week each week. Each week. There's great not, matchups. There's not just that one game that's like, man, ain't no sense in we we don't have to pay attention this week yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. Cold Spring. There's not that one that. You know, you got your couple games that are like, okay, it's going to be a cakewalk or whatever. Uh, I don't ever take Crockett as a cakewalk. No, uh, and you shouldn't do that anyways. No. I mean, I know we talk on here. Right. We give our opinions. It, it is what it is. It doesn't go past this. But, no, these, these teams, I think you have to take every game. Don't look forward to anything else. You take Crockett right now, they need to be focused on. Yeah. Um, and, and take each week and go that route, but. It's yeah, be, it's going to be very interesting. Our district uh, is is very interesting. 
Very. Yep. And and then the by district aspect of it as well. Yep. Like I say, Hornsfield, Kirbyville, you know, didn't have either one of them. And really, I think whenever you looked at that schedule for last week, week five, those are you looked at Buna and East Chambers, and you put W's next to them. And, and we do that, right? Yeah. That's that's kind of how we come come about. We look yeah. at these games and we put W's, L's, and a question. And that's mark. why I was so wrong on some of those, just because, like, I didn't see that coming with the Anawak deal. I didn't see them barely beating Harden. I don't think anybody did. And that that's like, and I and I haven't got an explanation for it. Oh well, this is what what I mean. That kind of made me like, mm, okay. You know, Trent picked a good week to miss. He really did. Because he definitely misled me on the Buna deal. Yeah. He, he, he like, told me, leave out Kirbyville, you know. the whole Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't make me do my well, picks, but I'm listening to him, and he could have thrown me a bone and been well, like, look, I'm telling you, they're pretty, you know. But then on top of that, he gave us stats, right? Because right. he had the district stats that he went over, and, and we talked about them, and we, we looked at it. And, I mean, we gave you an extra four days to come up with your you picks. You did. I did it right before the kickoffs of any of the games. Yeah. You you were texting us uh, and still And still failed by a mile. Yeah, we both did. All of us. I'm just glad mine wasn't on the air. Well, I mean, I can fix that. So, I'm just saying. I, I mean, can fix that. I can pull the messages yeah, up and we'll yeah. be able to roll with it. So, that, that covers that 3A, 9 and 10. What right? about going into the 4A? Let's talk Hampshire for Nets District with Silsby. West Orange Star, Jasper. Jasper, all them. Let's kind of run down that because that, that district is shaping up. Well, uh, and there's nice. another game I want to talk about as a couple more, really, as mm-hmm. we go on. But uh, out of that district, 4A Division One yep. or Division Two, excuse me. 4A Division One kicks off this week down there, the Livingston, Huffman, all that right, good stuff. Right. We were supposed to put some picks together on that. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I still – Do you want to talk about Livingston? We'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. So, Sealsby, they rolled through West Orange, at West Orange, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a pretty close game. Yeah, it was close going into – Was it 20 to 6 final? 26 final. Yeah, yeah, and it was like 6 nothing early, like – Early on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Hampshire Vanette, we knew what they had. They got a very, very good football team. We've seen it live. Yeah, right? through 42 up on very Bridge good. City. Uh, yeah. West Orange has always typically had a good team, and I felt that this year they might be a fourth-place team. And it's working out like that, right? No, it is. That uh, district, as you look yeah. at it, it I think it's I, I definitely up. think Silsby is the head packer there. But I, and Hampshire may have something to say about that. When Hampshire goes against Silsby, that's going to be a good game. Let, let's because anytime you're not you're you're the underdog and you're just it's just this this that and yes they when they play that game, I would think if Hampshire can execute and do the little things, they might they might steal one. But I don't know. Silsby strong. Silsby's very strong. Jasper and popped back this week, had a big win. Who'd they shut out? Jasper shut out shut Liberty. Out. Okay, Liberty. They okay. shut out Liberty. So we watched Liberty live action. So yeah, I, I could see that. I didn't quite see it that bad, I guess. But uh, well, we're going to take care of business. We're going to get a big taste this week for Hampshire Finette. They got Jasper. Yep, that's going to be a great matchup, and, and it's a home game for Hampshire Finette. It's yep. going to be. I, I really think I that give is. Hampshire the edge on that. And. And the reason why, because it goes back to when they played the Michael Bishop and those team. Yes. Okay, and they they throw it around. Yep. Hampshire throws it around. Jasper had a problem. They throw with it. That. They throw it around very well yeah, too. Yeah, very well. On so top of I, that. I have to give Hampshire the edge on that. We'll see how it comes out. 
We'll be scoreboard watching that Friday night. Most definitely. And that game is a home game for Hampshire Finette. Yep. And a, a really a big home game in that nice new stadium that they That's got right. going on over there. You, have you been over – you had – yeah, you I went, went last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went this year for the JV. That's right. They got the big new concession stand and all that in the So end zone. last yeah. year when we went, they didn't have the – they were still working on it, man. Yeah. Dude, I loved – it was so neat going down there, man. They had – so you get your divas that gripe about everything, right? right going right. to football stadiums. So we did that game last year. Cody and I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were on the home side, right, mm-hmm. up in the press box. And, and I get there, get all set up, and get tuned in. Well, uh, I park – and I walked in, got set up, and I noticed there's like 15 porta cans set up there. And uh, I'm like, huh. And then all of a sudden, these trucks and all this booster club, they got all the tents set up, and they're serving nachos and everything out of the back of a truck. Really? <laughs> yeah, last year at, at the game. And I'm like, <laughs> well, the access stand's really nice, and the AC is incredible. So when you just walk by these doors, these roll up doors, the AC right. just bells out. And it's like you're inside, but you're standing five foot outside. So that's the place I've been to dead hang serious. Out. No, I've been dead serious. I, I was like, man, this is unreal how well this AC is in there. Of course, everything is there stainless steel stuff. Right. All the frying and the, the yeah. all the cook stuff. I mean, it was phenomenal. All commercial yeah. grade oh, stuff. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was a great concession So I, I, I hope we have them after their realignment. I hope we have them on the schedule because I want to go back down there. I want to yeah. see it completed because I obviously I didn't go to the JV game. Yeah, we just don't want them on homecoming. No, we it could be their homecoming. homecoming, but not ours. Not ours. Yeah. yeah. So, but they got Jasper this week, so that's 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 a big game. Yep. Uh, that's a that's a fun for one. those guys. Uh, Silsby has I just seen it. Harden Jefferson ought to be really and truly ought to yeah. be a cakewalk for those guys. <laughs> uh, and then who's West Orange got? West Orange has Liberty. That ought to be a win. Yeah, that ought to be a win. Another big game, Rockdale and Franklin. That'd be a good one in, yeah. down there in that three A, and yep. that's a district game for those two. Yep. Uh, potential for us to see one of those two teams whenever you know you yep. get past that first round of the playoffs. So, uh, yeah. So you want to talk about? So I got to pick on my buddy Brian for a little bit. So let's go to Livingston. That that's where we're going. <laughs> so let's go to Livingston. Wednesday nights, I'm at Bullet Grill House up in Point Blank. We do a pregame show uh, mm-hmm. as. Most of y'all know you can hear it here on Spotify and and Amazon, all all of them, right? So I put together my pickums, and, and I was really late last week getting everything put together. I just had a lot going on, work and so on and so forth. So uh, there was a night I was on call, I think. I, anyway, so I'm at Bullet Grill and I'm putting my pickums together, and Brian comes in there and sits down. And uh, you can find them pickums on the Five Ninety N Sports page on Facebook, right. and uh, I'll post them up there. Go to TexasPodcastMedia.com, click on the Five Ninety N Sports Show, and uh, you can pick it up there as well. But so Brian sits down, and he looks at, or I showed him those pickums, and uh, the the teams that I had in on. Let me let me find it. Uh, I had it on the screen somewhere. I guess I put it right here. Uh, I, I want to pull it up that way. Way I, I give the exact teams that we had. So, whenever I went in, I had Die Ball and Woodville, right? right? Shepherd and Cro- Shepherd at Crockett, Oak Ridge at New Caney, Orangefield at Buna, Fort Bend Marshall at PNG. Brian says, "Man, you ought to throw that Madisonville Livingston game in there." And I was like, "Brian, really?" He did. Yeah. And I was like, "Really?" 
He goes, yeah. He said, that's going to be a really good game. Livingston's beat. Uh, what? Madisonville the last four years. So I told him, I said, you know what? You want them in there? I'll throw a bonus game in there. So what's going to be a bonus is Randy's rubs. We're going to talk about that here in a, for a minute. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that Livingston and some more football games here it. on the 590 Sports Show. You're listening to the 590 Sports Show on Texas Podcast Media. We'll be back right after this. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio, we record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, we do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Welcome to the 590N High School Sports Show. Here's your host. Powered by Texas Podcast Media. Craig Irwin. Toby Tolles. And Trent Hart. And welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tullis, Trent Hart is uh, watching junior high volleyball tonight. And, uh, you know, after, after I hope he can pick volleyball better than he does football. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know. We're uh, not a big fan of him right now dog, because Trent, what Trent, he did is like. Trent, Trent did us dirty. Yeah, he does dirty over there. Yeah. But the thing is, is it backfired on him just as much as it did us. It did. You know what I mean? And once we caught him on Friday night, we're like, "What? What happened? What is going on?" And he was kind of like us, like, "Uh, uh, I really don't know." Yeah. <laughs> no, his exact words were, "I'm going to the bar to have two or three beers. Yeah. I got to get, I got to yeah. get my bearings about me, yeah. and, and and that's what he did. Uh, so yeah. yeah. He he was uh, not real happy. Yeah, yeah. So so back to the Bullet Grill House, yeah. right? So so I throw. I uh, throw Livingston better in as a bonus. As right? a bonus game, yeah. Right. And, and uh, I went on that. You you see the picks there. Yeah. I went I went Madisonville on that one. So I got that one right. And uh, you know Madisonville won that one big. And uh, pull that. Let me pull that screen up as uh, – there it is. Right. Thought it was there. Hang on. Uh, it's going to be down here in the 4A non-districts. So, yeah, 62-14 was yep. the final there. Yep. And uh, another game that was going on in, in uh, its final – this final I don't believe is correct, uh, but 56-33, LaGra- Splendor takes a long road trip. And uh, – gets defeated by LaGrange. And a good friend of mine, 
grew up with my whole life. He he lives out down there in Lagrange, so he had to go check that game out. <laughs> he was texting me as I was doing a halftime show. They were midway through the first quarter. They didn't kick off till seven thirty, and uh, he was sending me updates on that game. But yeah, so Splendora, you know, got their one win early on, and I mean, yeah. As we talk about that district, and it's just, it's like, it's so hard. It's really, it's hard to pick. So I, bring that district up. I, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm uh, I'm going to pull that one up. Let's yeah, see. that's a tough district to cover. It, it really is because they're all over the place, right? Um, that whole district is. Let me do it this way. Um it's hard to cover. There's not that team that just really stands out. You see what I'm saying, Sue? Yeah. So, so out of District 10, 4A Division One, you got Huffman, Little Cypress, Livingston, Lumberton, Splendor, and Viner. So you go through and you look at, at the records, right? Uh, Huffman's 0-5. Viner's the only team that has a, a, winning, a winning record. record. Yeah. Little Cypress is 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Lumberton – Livingston's zero and five. Lumberton's two and three. Splendora's one and four. And Biter's three and three. Huffman's zero and five. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> how do you how do you pick this district, right? And, and I mean, if you're going by, if you're going by just off the scores, off scoreboard watching and, and overall record right now, Biter's your your go to, right? Yeah. But we clicked on that Lumberton. It's probably Viter and then Lumberton. So, Lumberton has a close then game Little against Hampshire Finette, St. Thomas, which it wasn't St. Thomas. It was actually St. Pius who they played. Oh, Easton Dean went down there. 35-20 game. Nacogdoches, 34-20. And then they beat Bridge City, 63-28. They beat Tatum last this last week, 44-14. So, I feel like that Lumberton's probably got a couple of their guys back. Yeah, yeah. They, they, should, make, they should be in the top four. I don't know where they'll fall out there. But you got to think, as well as they did last year, they're probably not the same team as they were last year. No, they graduated. But you got to think that they're going to be in there. You got to think Viders in there. Little Cypress will probably be in there. And then you go to your fourth place team. And I mean, who do you take? Yeah, it's a coin toss uh, between it's, it's, Splendora, Livingston, Huffman, right? Yeah. So if I was going to go uh, pick this, I would think, man, I, you almost want to say Livingston would get in there. I mean, I saw the two. We scrimmaged Livingston, obviously, and we scrimmaged Splendora. Livingston was bigger up front than what Splendora was, it seemed like. Uh, but it's hard to say. I mean, I, early on, I would have said Livingston would make it in there. Right. But, man, they just not getting things going. It's like they just – They're just not getting things going. Can't can't gain any traction. Yeah. And, and you look at their games. What's going on, you know? Yeah. So, let's go – I mean – they lose to Bel Air Episcopal, which great school, right? Private school, 21, 44-21 was the final. Yep. They lose to Neville with the chance to come back and, and beat them late in the game. Right. And uh, 33-28 was the final. Palestine just makes short work of them, 42-7. to yep. Houston Legacy, 28-42. Uh, so, they, so they've played some good teams. And they've put some points up. Yeah, and, and then they've Madisonville, played some good teams. I mean, Madisonville is, 14, they're going to be a, yeah, they'll be a three-round team for sure. Right. Legacy, you know, I mean, obviously probably pretty decent. Palestine's historically been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they they just played some good teams. So, they'll, I would say, still say, even though they're 0-5, they'll probably get in. So, okay. 
I'm writing this down, right? Mm-hmm. So let let's start off with who do I think is going to win that district? Yeah, I think Lumberton will win it. You think Lumberton's going to win it? And, and I feel the I same. I think they'll way. win first play. I think second to be Vider. I think our picks are going to be equal. And then Little Cypress. Yep. And then I'd go with Livingston in the roundup. Now you may you may go with Splendor. No, and. You know, we've seen Livingston and we've seen Splendor. We've seen Splendor in more of a game setting. Right. But when I left that Livingston scrimmage that day, I felt if we would have played Livingston, we would have got beat in a game setting. Yeah. Because they dominated the line of scrimmage. Splendor, I did not feel that. I felt like Splendor hung in there because they had some onside kicks. Yep. And I they felt like a, we dominated the whole facets of that game. <laughs> I agree. Livingston, it didn't feel that way. And Huffman, I mean, uh, there's Huffman. Yeah. So I don't, I mean. They, I mean, we can look at that Huffman schedule, right, with who they've played. Houston Legacy, they get shut out. 41-14 against Sealsby. 34-20 against Needville. Uh, 35-7 against Navasota. And 42-14 against a, a really good Columbus team. And, and – Frankly, uh, kind of the same setup that you just read out while ago. Yeah, uh, with Liv- Livingston, Livingston. <laughs> it's a lot of the same type of teams they played, same results. Yeah, Livingston has a bye week this week. They'll come back next week against Huffman, mm-hmm. right? Well, so that'll be a telltale there. No, it that's will- going to be big on who's going to get that fourth spot. Let me rephrase that. Huffman has a bye week uh, this week. Huffman has the bye week, not Livingston, and Livingston has. They go to Lumberton. Or they get Lumberton at the very No, end. they got a bye week as well. Hmm. They the Livings this is only a five team district. That's right. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six team district. So so Huffman and Livingston both have bye weeks this week. So th- they'll come back off the bye week, they'll play each other, which I think's dumb. You know what's interesting about this, Craig? If Cole Springs were to grow and go four A, I bet you they'd go in that district. Well, and I bet you Splendor will bypass. They're they're going to be out of that district after this year. Splendor is going to go big. I think Huffman. Huffman to go big. And Splendor will. They're going to go out. But if yeah. they change out the linemen and and Cold Spring, I could see Cold Springs and Shepherd getting into that district. Well, this is Division One, not Division Two. Yeah. So that's like you're right. That's jumping a you're class. Jumping a whole class. Yeah, you're talking about if they went, those two went. 4A Division II. That, right. That's going to throw them in that district, possibly over there with Jasper Sealsby, right? And or going up northwest, really and truly. Yeah. If you see that, we don't want Cold Spring to go up. No, no, we want to stay. Yeah. We, we want, want to stay, stay right, right where, where we're, we're at. at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, in all reality, I know our freshman group has grew by 40 or 50 kids. Yes. So. What does that mean for seventh, sixth, fifth, you know, all them, you know, coming up? Right, because the area's grown around here a bunch. Yeah, what so, area hadn't? Right. No, I agree. But, and then you got people like Travis Dean steadily building homes. Right. Trying to get Bullfrog Environmental to come in and put construction entrances We need in. that. Y'all do? Yeah, we need that. Let's Absolutely. talk about Bullfrog Environmental. Yep. So, Bullfrog Environmental is – 
a new company that we came up with yep. after being formerly known as Performance Silt for 16 years. Uh, we partnered up and uh, got we, we got big plans. Dude, I'm excited for y'all. Yep, we got really big am. plans. Yep, and so we're already seeing the growth after about three or four weeks now. Uh, so we are anytime you need any of your stormwater stuff, any of your EPA silt fence, uh, street sweeping, safety fence, uh, anything to do with erosion control, look up Bullfrog Environmental. We'll take care of you. Find you on the webs. Find us on the website, bullfrogenvironmental.com. Got a phone number? Uh, 936-672-3744. We'll take care of your needs. 3744? Yes, sir. I got it. So, y'all reach out. Bullfrog Environmental, new to the name but not new to the business. 16-plus year service in the environmental business. And, and Toby started the performance silt from ground up. And uh, he went from That's being right. a laborer from a home builder and and, and – to where he's at today been successful and does a great job and uh get out there and get it done y'all get several jobs knocked out in a day if y'all are able to and and uh so y'all give them a call there at bullfrog and uh they'll dang sure leap over there that's right that's right for sure we're here for you that that's for dang sure so uh y'all be sure to uh look them up if there's anything that y'all need in that aspect maybe we'll get them on as a sponsor one day that's the plan so uh we 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 look to grow with them here at Texas Podcast Media and the 590 Sports Show. but uh, Craig, we, let's talk about New Caney. Dude, let's talk about them. So You know, you told me that Craney, sh- New, you said, if New Caney don't get it done, they're probably going to be mathematically out. Yeah. Am I right? Do you feel that way after being? I do, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I read an article just today, okay. right? Uh, it was a Facebook post. There's a media outlet that covers exclusive new caney importer right and and i i'll share it with you i took some screenshots so my ex-wife her sister half sister however it worked out well i've known her boy since he was a little bitty at eight you playing select ball i'm like man that's stupid right (laughs) playing select ball at eight years old. yeah yeah right but the kids ate up with sports i mean just always has been super athletic well, he started his freshman year as a JV quarterback, and then they moved into linebacker on the varsity squad. Well, this year, last week, they moved him, or two weeks ago, they moved him to be in the play caller at quarterback. So At New Caney? At New Caney. Okay. Yeah, he, he's a junior this year. Uh, so he, is, uh, he started the majority of his freshman year at the varsity level and then last year at the varsity level, level in the linebacker position. Hunter Taylor is his name. Okay. He's a signal caller now. Uh, read the little article. Coach is real high on him. Uh, kid's a great kid, great athlete, good athlete, really good athlete, and uh, got some size to him. If you've seen his mom and, and his dad, for that matter, I mean, you'd you'd think, man, their kid can't have much size to him whatsoever but i mean he's he's big he's six foot six one probably and, and just real athletic right, right. uh got a lot of speed uh i read it I, I screenshot it actually and last week against oak ridge let me let me read just for a second because i'm almost positive that it had his stats in here and it 
bear with me. Talk about him being a dual threat. Uh, this year he's thrown for 552 yards and seven touchdowns with only one interception, and he's also contributed to another 223 yards and three touchdowns on the ground is what he's done. So they're at New Caney. They lost this last week to Oak Ridge. Um, it was a game that we kind of op I opened the show up uh, talking about, but we, we had talked about that New Caney and that Oak Ridge game as, as we were looking at that district and, mm -hmm. and how – how important that was crucial that game that particular game was for New Caney, and uh, they they dropped the ball on it literally, and here it is. Yeah, not in a real good situation. No, they're not. So they they, they opened <clears throat> they up got district Conroe coming out next. So they should they should win Conroe. If you look at that district, we'll run it down. Out of I don't district. know. Conroe was is pretty decent. District thirteen six A. They're three and two overall. So I, I think Con Conroe's going to win that game. They're one and two in district, right? So let, let's run it down. The, uh, Woodland's three and zero, oh, which is they've dropped out of the top twenty-five. Willis is three and zero. Oh, College Park, two and zero. Oh. Then you got Conroe, which is one and two. Caney Creek, one and two. They got their win over <laughs> Cleveland uh, this last week. Grand Oaks is one and two. Oak Ridge is one and one. Cleveland zero oh and two, and New Caney zero oh and three. But you look at New Caney's schedule, they got Conroe and Grand Oaks and Cleveland College Park and Caney Creek. My point being is is that Grand Oaks game was such a big game, they needed to win that game mm -hmm. right there to kind of put them up on that edge, right, to go into Conroe, then Grand Oaks and Cleveland. Then you got a nail-biter, and I, I kind of had that College Park game as a loss at the Caney well, Creek Well, once they game. get past Conroe, the – I would think they could win those last four. I don't think they're going to beat Conroe, though. I, I don't think they're going to go 0-4. So, I could, see, I could see them beating College Park, right? But Conroe. Yeah, go at look at Conroe. Yeah. You, been, you're not Kate, paying attention to them. They beat Katie Pieto. They lose to Willis. They lose to the Woodlands, and they got Oak Ridge And that's expected week. to yeah. lose to Willis and to lose them. Yeah. The other ones, they not only won. I mean, they shut out Aldean. They put 42 on Caney Creek, which is expected. And they beat Katie Pieto 42-7. So, New Caney's on So, their they're doing what they're supposed to do. Nothing right. flashy. So, I think they're going to beat Willis. New Caney's I on I mean, their, not Willis, but New Caney. New Caney's on their bye week this week. So, we'll kind of be able to tell that a lot with Conroe mm -hmm. having Oak Ridge. This right. week, right? The Woodlands has Grand Oaks. Willis has Cleveland. That's going to be rough for Cleveland. Uh, College Park has Caney Creek, Conroe, Oak Ridge. Uh, then you look down. And yeah, that pretty much covers the district, right? Yeah. And then New Caney is on their bye week. So, yeah. that you still, you look at this district, right? So, you you got your locks right there, one and two, the Woodlands and Willis. And, and that that Woodlands-Willis game, that's going to be one to go watch. And that's on the 26th of October. Yeah. So uh, that that's a game to go watch. So you got – you pretty much lock in the Woodlands. You lock in Willis. And I think Willis is going to win this district this year. Uh, Woodlands, The Woodlands will be in the two spot. So then you drop down to three, four, right? You got Conroe, got Oak Ridge, and we talked about Oak Ridge. I got has the Woodlands played Willis yet? 
No, they play on the 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the Willis is going to win. Yeah, it, right here. This is. I game. think Willis only has their quarterback. That's what I'm hearing. People's telling me. Well, and, and it very well could be. I think they you, they got the quarterback and that's it. But he's. And it's hard to to do stuff in the playoffs with one guy, at six eight zero. I'm. I'm. That's saying, just what they're telling me. I'm. So saying it's hard for just, me to give all these bones to Willis. I'm just saying at the district level. The think, Woodlands we know can, they can toss it around. They're, they they're not an overnight more, success. No, they have a lot more depth. Yeah, and and, and I mean it's it's re, it's a reload. It's not a rebuild deal. That's right. Willis, this is their big year, right? Uh, I I feel like this is their big year, yep. and I think Willis. I think, you know, twenty six get here pretty quick. Yeah, we'll definitely know? be talking about that one. Yeah, most definitely. Because that's, that's one I think one way. You think one way. The week. We'll have the, to see what Trent says. The week of the twenty. Well, he may not come back after as bad as week he had last week. Well, uh, I mean, I think I'd be watching junior high <laughs> volleyball too. <laughs> Sorry, Trent, you just misled me so bad on Buna. Hey, Trent. And you never said anything about Kirbyville, so hey. Look, he's not sorry at all. He's sitting <laughs> over there thinking this is what this sap sucker gets for not 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 showing up the week after. He's oh, like he's got that head buried so far right now. I can't wait for our district to play their district. That's gonna be a fun, fun podcast week. Week eleven. That is yes. gonna be a fun podcast week. It really and is. And if Cold Springs ends up drawing Anahuac, it's going to be funner. Look. It is going hey, to be great. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. If Cold Spring was to draw Anahuac. Tune in that week. In the first round of the playoffs. One, yeah. you, you, you want to tune into the podcast. Yeah. Well, we owe them for what they did to us in New Caney. Anyways. Yes. But two, wherever we're playing at, you're going to have to tell Miss Tullis. Wherever we're playing at. She's, I have to be on the air that yes, night. Yes, <laughs> you got to be on the air that night. We'll, we'll have a lot more family down, you know. So it's you have plenty of yeah, people to sit yeah. with. Yeah, Big E and and, yeah. and, and Mimi yeah. will be there. I agree. You know, I because agree. I got to be on the air that week. What did Brian do last week? Let's talk about Brian. So Brian's one and zero in district. It's pretty exciting because they had a they really had a rough go. After looking at all their stuff uh, early on, you know they they got a chance to play Huntsville, and I think Huntsville was just better. Uh, Huntsville's uh, got a really good team. Matter of fact, we, their strong safety over there, uh, Mr. Norman, uh, was a Cold Springs resident all the way up till his seventh grade year. Really? So he's making some big time plays at strong safety in Huntsville. That and he lives in Point Blank still, uh, and should be at Cold Springs playing for us. He played on our little league football team. Yep. Uh, in between him, Easton Dean, uh, and uh, What's his name that went to Shepherd? If you add those three guys to what we already got, <laughs> right? It your 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 difference in second and third round real easy. So I hate to see that, but anyways, Huntsville back on my story. Huntsville's having a good year, right? And we don't we really don't give them enough credit. We no, don't we talk don't talk about them enough. Uh, but they're having they got guys flying around the football defense side of the ball doing a great job. And they, when they played Brian, they they were just a little bit better. But when Brian went to Brenham uh, and played that game. Uh, that was kind of a toss-up, but just had lots of penalties. So, anyways, to open up district play uh, this past week, they they got the win against Temple. Uh, Temple's obviously a little down. Right. Lost yeah, lots. And you had said yeah, that way early on. Yeah, lost a lot of players last yep. year. But storage program, you know, in the state of Texas. So, to get that win's great. So, uh, now you start saying – uh, they got Coppers Cove this week. I feel like they should win that game. Uh, they should be favored to win that game. So, they should be 2-0. and 
<clears throat> but it all goes back to if you get in the playoffs, who you're going to get. So right, <clears throat> the way that's shaping up, if they do get in, you're either going to draw. If they get in and they go big, which most likely they will, you're either going to get Duncanville or you're going to get DeSoto. Right. So you got which the luxury is... of drawing those two. If you go little, which when uh, Colleen Harker Heights plays Waco Midway, if Waco Midway wins that game and Brian gets in, they'll go little. Then you'll get Waxahachie. Now, obviously, Waxahachie's having a really good year as right. well. Uh, and that's who Duncanville, I think, has this week is Waxahachie. Uh, I think two more weeks, it'll be a showdown, and it'll be Duncanville and DeSoto. So that's going to be a massive, great yes. game to watch. You're right. talking number one and two in the state, meeting up in district. What, it's one of them games that ought to be televised. Yeah, like legit exactly. Televised. And it probably will. You, yeah. you, you'll probably be able to watch it on, on one of the, the Texan of Live or yeah. one of those type deals. But, yeah, so, I mean, Brian's just, uh, like I said, to get a district win is definitely. Definitely big for them guys. Definitely big and refreshing. Yeah, because they, uh, they they don't have out. a lot. Of, they don't have a lot of depth. They lost a lot of seniors last year, and uh, they got talent. But like I said, they're just they're not depth. They, and this they, is this is Ricky's second year there. This is second year, yeah. So he's still trying to implement a lot, right? Yep. Still trying to get get everybody to buy into his program. Yeah, last year when he came in, they, you know, his first year in, they had some good athletes as seniors. Yeah. But they had done things a different way. They had acted and ran that program a different way. Uh, so you had to go in and change, and, and it and it took some time. Yeah, they had they had some uh, some things go down last year, and it was tough. But this year they they've got some guys, they've got their attention, and they're just they're just not they don't have a lot of depth, and so they're moving guys around, uh, trying to play some guys you know both ways, different spots, yep. and and that's what you got to do. I mean, when it gets to that point, you got to put guys to try to start winning games. That's the only way you're gonna get the morale up. And you can just say, hey, you know what, we're two and three overall right now. But we're one to know in district, you know, and that's and that's where the real season right. is, right? And right. that's and as we're looking at, you got Brian, one and zero, Hewitt Midway, one and zero, Pflugerville Weiss Wolves, one and zero, and then Copper Coves. They had a bye week this last week. Yep. Hutto Hippos are zero and one, Clean Harker Heights, zero and one, and then Temple's zero and one. So, yeah, so the walk of that district is going to be Pflugerville. Right, Pflugerville is very. They're five and zero. They're they're they have played some of the big names and and play. I mean, look, they're five and zero. Right. Uh, they they should walk that district. Uh, after that, it starts. Yeah, they play. Yeah, it starts mellowing out. And we talk about this. You know, we yeah. talk about the Anahuac district. Talk about. I mean, every district has. They're one or two. You have that one, and that's what's so impressive about our Cole Springs district is there's. I mean, I'm not trying to throw Shepard. I'm not trying to throw Huntington. Any of these teams that either me or you left out of our picks. Right. But there's four in there that I'm telling you can go either way. No, and we talked about it. We could roll this thing. We could roll the dice up against the wall. Either way. We would have done just as good putting Cold Spring, Woodville, Dieball, uh, and Palestine Westwood. And would not even look silly. And put them all in a hat and drew them out. It would not even look silly. It would not. There's have nobody silly. out there that could say no way. I mean, it just is what it is. It, it really is. Yeah. And and so, you know, you sit there and you look at it and, and you think, man. So, I'm excited. Let's talk about week six games coming up. Let's do right. It. We kind of talked about a few. We're just going to run down uh, some Thursday night games. Uh, Beaumont Westbrook and Humble Atascacita. I would think Atascacita should walk that game. What do you think? <laughs> I, I I agree. 
Uh, Porter at Baytown Sterling. I think Porter's going to be able to pull that one out. They should. In my opinion. Galena Park, Fort Bend, Willow Ridge. Uh, I'd have to pull Galena Park's overall record up. I know that they beat Splendor, mm-hmm. and they believe they won last week. Uh, I can pull that up right here because it's going to be right here at the top. Willow Ridge 14, Need- Nederland 52. No, or we're looking at Galena okay. Park right here. Texas City shut Galena Park out last week, uh, uh, 35 to zero. So had to had to get the right screen pulled up in the right way. So that's a, that's a question mark game for me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really sure. Kingwood coming off a loss uh, this last week to CE King has Beaumont United, Galena Park, North Shore, and CE King. Good game. Really good game. Good game. Uh, and then this is a typo. I, I'd have to punch in and see who Summer Creek has because it's not Galena Park North Shore right. as I'm looking on on where I'm looking. Uh, down at the 5A, Barbers Hill, Goose Creek Memorial. Uh, Barbers Hill. Barbers Hill all day. Port Arthur Memorial and Crosby. Memorial. Let's back up. Let's back up a second. You know what we didn't talk about? What? At all? Oh, PNG and Fort Bend Marshall. That was a big topic on the ride home Friday night. Yes. We're looking through, if you guys at home, we're looking through these deals as we're leaving the game in Huntington. Yeah. And we say, Fort Bend Marshall, that them being shut out, it has to be a first in probably six years. At least. At least. And so, and for PNG to only get seven, I mean, that had to be a heck of a defensive game. Dude, so. So, Marshall, if you don't know, has made long runs. Huge year after runs. Year. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> that we should have got stats on that game. I'm. I kind of forgot about. I should have reached. I, I did too. We should have we got stats on that game it, to see what that was. I should have reached out to Jeff Cameron. Yeah, uh, that's Jeff two Cam- powerhouses. Yes, huge powerhouses. Yeah, those, those two will, in the playoffs will still make a splash. In, in that game, I actually I picked Fort Ben Marshall to win that game. Yeah, I right? see that while ago. You it, picked them, and I thought he got that wrong. Yeah, I did. And I would have too. I would have picked them too. Unless it was at PNG or something, it was at PNG, and and that's where I that's where I messed up and because I even cracked a joke on the Bullet Girl House pregame show. I was like, man, them guys from Fort Bend Marshall are going to get a show they've never seen. They thought they seen it when PNG went there last year to yeah. Fort Bend Marshall. Them going too. I mean, get yeah. there early, get your seat, grab yeah. you a bucket yeah. of popcorn. If you have never been to a PNG game, you, you have, to have go. cheated yourself. Yeah, you cheated yourself. You you really have. That's so, high school football at its finest. Yes, it really is. So, uh, Humble, Kingwood Park at LaPorte. Nah, I don't have a dog in that one. Really don't know. Nederland and Dayton. It, Dayton's been kind of just riding the wave. You know well, what I mean? We talked about Nederland earlier, didn't we, in, out of that district? No, nah, we hadn't talked about Nederland any. No, we talked about Vider. Yeah, we talked about Vider. We hadn't yeah. talked much about Nederland in that 5A level. Um uh, you know, that game there, uh, I may throw it in the pickups, just throw something off there on 590 Sports there on Facebook. But uh, and then What PNG, about the PNG in Texas City? You just said to Texas City shut somebody out. Yeah, they shut uh, Galena Park out. Okay. So, I think PNG is going to go in there riding yeah. off this high, beating them, but only scoring seven points. Yeah. I think they're going to be able to rock and roll. Uh, dropping down in 3A, uh, Division One. You got Crockett on the road at Cold Spring. We'll have that game for you on AM 1440, the score. Tune in radio. Uh, download the Tune in radio app. Punch in AM 1440, the score. Be able to hear the call on that game. Palestine Westwood at Dieball. 
big game. Toby, I'm going to need you to miss the Cold Spring game and go to and that And go to game. that one? Yes. I'm going to need you to go do there. I, I, I really need you need you there. <laughs> Woodville's going to be on the road at Shepard uh, this week. That game will be broadcast on SETX and uh, Southeast Texas Sports. If you haven't been to SETX.com, you're missing out. Gr- great website over there. It, yeah. and it's a forum setting if you haven't ever been there. Great guys over there talk high school football. It's really good stuff. Newton, uh, uh, let's jump 10-4A, a uh, 10-3A. Uh, Anahuac on the road at Orangefield, which is going to be, I think, is our little guy coming in? Yes. He is. He's coming in. He's like, Dad, it's about time. Come on in, Case. Come get in on the podcast. He's going to be <laughs> mad you're wearing his headphones. <laughs> so, uh, but you got Anahuac and Orangefield. I'm putting this game in the pickums. You put that in the pickums. I, I would it. put that because, yeah, I might would take Orangeville. It's on the road. I might would it, take Orangeville. Why would I pay? Why would I take Anawak? Anawak haven't. What have they, they done? They haven't given you anything. I if mean you, that that great first half they had against New Waverly, or the full game that they didn't put many points up on Harden. Right. So. I don't. Know. I, I agree with you. I don't know. I agree with you. Done changed. Don't go back and and look at. Don't go back and listen to our pickings from last week. Yeah, don't our, do that. Our, our, our district picks. Buna and Kirbyville. I mean that game's at at Kirbyville. Yeah. I mean you almost got to pick Kirbyville in that game. Well, you have to. You know. After what we've seen, you have to. And then Tarkington at East Chambers or Tarkington, Tarkington at Harden. Harden. Yeah. We need Tarkington to go one and zero in district. And I think they will. We need that I think to happen, they will. Right? And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Hear me out. What's that? They're going to put 30 up on Harden, Ooh. right? Really? Yeah. It'll be 32-0. Are they mad at them? Oh, they're going to make a statement, and then they're going to talk about how they're going to win district because they put more points up on Harden than what Anawak did. It's true. Watch what I tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you that's, that's how yeah. that's going to play out. Okay. So in, and they do my, got some very good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we we haven't talked. We've talked a lot about targeting. Uh, but Michael Gavin, yeah, uh, is he very, was mad at me. He well, he's a very. I play, I got to play golf with him not too long. ago. He come and we all played over at Liberty, and uh, very good athlete in basketball yep. and a very good athlete in football. And he has scored numerous touchdowns for targeting. Yep. And we don't do a good enough job talking about some of their athletes over there. But I know that he does a very good job. Well, and, and then. It's like I told Case, your case, in, in our defense, we don't highlight a lot of athletes, period, mm-hmm. right? We we talk about the game and, and what it is. But if, if they do do something yeah. extraordinary. And if we got some stats to go yeah, off like, of and to like throw Like Tiger out, Parker, yeah. you know, 280 yards rushing, that type deal, 300 yards each game. Like, it's hard to not. Yes. It's, I mean, Tiger ought Bring to be, up your horses. T- Tiger, Tiger's ought to be – He's on up there in yards. He ought to be up there about. He's got to be in the conversation as the back, best back in the district. Most Has definitely. To be. Most definitely. He, and he's gonna. He's he should break a thousand yards. Yeah. Who's gonna stop him in our district? That's what I want to know. Die ball. Who's gonna stop him? Die ball. And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because that I, way he could find out about that and yeah. he'll be running hard. Now. You I, know. You know. Craig said that yeah. die ball is gonna stop you. I, yeah. I, I disagree. I don't think anybody's gonna stop him. Well, here's here's my deal. I and don't think anybody's gonna stop him. If you go back and you watch film on him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and I this is to, nothing but total props to him. Mm-hmm. All of his yards are between the tackles. Yeah. Between the tackles. Yeah. Is where his yards are. Uh, 
and, and the reason why I say die ball is because I know what kind of size they're going to have on that defensive line mm-hmm. for the die ball. Right. And if there's one coach that knows how to defend that offense, it's Blake Morrison, in my opinion. I agree. I, but it, I, I, I think we've got something for a die ball. Hey, I hope we do. I mean, we did last year, I think, and worse to me, our offense is stronger this year than it was last year. I but agree. I think he's going to know what's coming at them, and he's still not going to be able to stop it. I agree. That's what I think. Uh, and it could very well could be. That's what I think. So, yeah, that's going to be worth talking about. But what I'm saying is, is Tiger Parker. Like, yeah. Uh, he's gonna... I've got a cousin, Danny Enlow, that was a, a basketball coach in Tarkin and Cleveland, you know, all these different places. and But he's been up at uh, Martinsdale for a while and, and retired recently. But we always, every year at Christmas, we go up and we go to the deer lease at uh, my father-in-law's place up in Grofton. Okay. And we have lots of coaches that descend, got on, the win they, over they descend on that place for two, three days. Right. And we get around the campfire and we talk. And it's just awesome, man. You get so much knowledge and hearing about people. But one of the things that he always says is, is when we talk about teams is, do you have that guy? Yeah. And – to, to, to come up with what he's what I'm trying to say is is like Tiger Parker's that guy that guy and uh, you, when you got a guy like that on your team and really honestly uh, Luke Monroe is that guy yeah so we really got two of those that guy that guy you know yep. what I mean and when you got that you can make things go round and Tiger has showed us week after week his junior year is has been incredible it really has and it has been incredible and it's one of them years. It's it's one of those seasons, and we're, and we're halfway through it, right? Yep. How do you top it your senior year, yeah. right? I've seen it year after year happen like that. Yeah. And if you're going to have a better year, especially recruiting-wise, you want a better junior year. Right. Uh, that way, when they come in and, you're, you know, who, who do you got, Coach? Let me show you. Yeah. Let me show you this guy. Let me show junior. you what I got. A, I'm going to let you look at him. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to let you see film on him. Yep. And immediately, I, I think Tiger's got – he's got a bright future. I agree. I really do. I, I, I really do. I agree with you. Um, we you you brought up you brought up Groveton. They got that win over Alto last week. So that's a that's a big big win for Groveton uh, as they getting into district play. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we we didn't talk about it, but uh, Corgan hosted Hempstead for homecoming. Did uh, they get that win? They, they got that dub. They darned. did Friday night. They well, got I think the they kind of kicked it in gear after they played us. They did. They got some confidence. Yeah. They're young. We we found that out early on. It was a uh, it was a two point game. Yeah, Twenty eighteen yeah. was yeah. the final, but Corgan pulled it out, yeah. and, and I felt like, and it, I think I said it to you, and I know I said it on the air. Me and Russell, yeah. it was like they got there in the second half. They come out. It was like they finally caught their win. Right. After the loss from the week before. Well, Craig, you got to remember they scored 12 points in what the first two or three games. Yeah, total. Total. They and put up 20 something on us. 27. 27 on us. Yep. And uh, did it against a lot of our starters. I mean, we had right. our starters in the game late. Yep. Like, let's get it straight there. We didn't pull them out. Yeah. We pulled out our inside, our defensive front. We pulled out. Right. <clears throat> but it our was, secondary was the same. Same. Right. And it, they put that up, and then they put this many points up this next week. So, yeah, I mean, they're young. We knew that. Yeah. We, we knew they had a lot of freshmen and, and sophomores. Right. So, they're they're on the right track, right? right. They're, they're going into district play. 
What about Love Lady? Love Lady. Last Love week. Lady might be hard to beat this year. Love Lady is. I gonna mean, who be, out there is going to beat Love Lady? Love Lady. We beat, have not. They're in district already, yeah, right? Yeah, I know that. Gar- Garrison beat West Sabine 64 to nothing. Timpson over Grapeland 53 to nothing. Timpson's very good. Yes. Timpson has a back that's that's going to what, Texas? Yes. I think. Yeah, he's very good. Shelbyville beats Joaquin 48 nothing. And then Love Lady beats Jewett Leon 30 to 6. Right. Homecoming night there in Love Lady this last week. So. Um, I know you're fixing it. You got to get rolling. You got a little wife that's uh, ready dinner. to eat dinner. Yes. So uh, Chester and Apple Springs in one A football this week, and then Little Cypress Mauriceville. That's going to tell us a lot. They have Spring Legacy this week. That's about right. LCM. So, that's right. I, I'm excited for Week Six. Uh, some very big games uh, coming up here in week six and and really looking forward to it to uh the defining games that we've talked right. about right the die ball palestine westwood game right that game out of out of district fun nine is fun yeah. huge and, and going to tell us a lot about both of these football teams right. both of those football teams not that we need to know anything more on die ball that's uh, right but that game right there, I, I don't feel like the Woodville Shepherd game is a factor. Nothing against uh, Shepherd, but I, I'm, I'll say this: we didn't talk about it down in uh, 3A Division Two, but Newton is going to be at Anderson Shiro this week, and uh, that's going to be the top. That's the top two top teams two teams district. out of that yeah, district. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's top two teams. Looking when forward to it. When we come back, Craig, not not this week, next week. Yeah. I want to get into that Center and Carthage district. Let's talk about that next time. No, we will. Okay. Let's cut that. That's a very good district. No, I agree and with you. And we're not giving them any talk. I'm any telling you, that's a good district. Because Carthage has always ran away with that district. Right. Obviously, Carthage has won many state championships. We, well, need, we need to do research and talk about that district. Well, and, and I'm going to tell you why I don't talk a whole bunch about those guys mm-hmm. up there. And, and this is why. Uh, there's, uh, there's a program out there. It's uh, NETS, right? They have some great podcasts out and uh, other stuff. The NETSN, uh, Northeast Texas Sports Network, okay? okay. Uh, Brent and all the other, those guys do a really good job up there covering that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that unspoken boundary, right? They yep. have that. We we cover this down here, and, and yep. we kind of bleed in a little bit, right. but we don't bleed over, right? right? And, right. and so I try to stay mutual right. respectful. It, because they know a lot more about that than what we right. do, and then we know more down here than what they right. do. So, but we still got to talk about it because that's good high school we football. Will. No, it is. That's it, good. Have and that way, a lot of our listeners can pay attention to it and see, especially when there's a good matchup coming up that yes. no one really knows about. Yep. We want them to watch that. No, I agree with Scoreboard you. Scoreboard watch at least. And, and and to go with that even more as we get into the playoffs and we start throwing our brackets that's out right. there. Because yeah, absolutely. Because that's a lot of fun. That's oh, that's a blast. That's my favorite part. That's of the high, favorite part. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. But man, that's going to be a wrap for us this week. Going into week six of Texas high school football here on the Five Ninety Nine Sports Show and Texas Podcast Media. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it, Trent. Trent, we look sorrows. forward to hearing you next time. Yeah. I, Don't be afraid to come back. Look, do you think he's going to text us tomorrow? Because he's going to listen to this on his way to work. Yeah. Do you think he's going to text us? He probably will. He probably will. He'll probably be crying. But he's going to feel like we felt when he gave us the, you know, early on. What do you think, yeah. Trent? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, man, Buna. Da, da, you know what he's going to oh, Here we go. You know what he's going to come back next week and say? 
Remember y'all ragging on me about me picking Anawak <laughs> in that six spot? That's right. That's, <laughs> That's right. what he's going to come back He's going to come back. Well, I was trying to tell y'all something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. No, we, we, we like Trent a lot. We just, we got to give him, we got to give him a hard time. And if he ain't here to defend himself, if he ain't here, yeah, it's even, we got to, we got to throw him on him really hard. So, hey, don't forget our friends over there at, uh, bullfrog environmental don't forget those guys over there we give you all their information you can reach them at 936-672-3744 construction fence seal fence any of your erosion control, control needs yeah, anybody they, out there give us a call uh we're really trying to take this market by storm uh, so they're going to be able to do that don't forget our good friends over there at randy's rubs randysrubs.com it don't suck y'all yeah that's going to do it for uh the week five podcast and uh We will see you at the game. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.